Thank you for making us part of your Saturday here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. It is Dickerson in Hood, presented by Progressive Insurance. Five Major League Baseball games have been canceled today, including the Cardinals and the Brewers, after Jonathan the Cardinals had four positive tests for COVID-19 over the last couple of days. It's concerning to see what's happening with the Marlins now having over 20 positive tests. The Phillies, I mean, there's a lot going on in the wrong direction. It's trending in the wrong way right now for Major League Baseball. Whenever there is a crisis in St. Louis Mm -hmm. and a major story breaks with the Cardinals, there's only one man that we will call, and that was Mike Shannon. He said no. So he was busy. (laughs) So instead, our other good friend, Chris Ranji, great host on ESPN St. Louis, 101 ESPN. He gives us time. He joins us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Ranji, my friend, I joke, you're our guy. Thank you so much uh, for making us uh, part of your afternoons here uh, on this weekend. Um, so is the, is the concern that it's about to get a lot worse for the Cardinals, that c- could potentially be a lot more than ultimately just four people testing positive? Well, first of all, Mike Shannon ain't got time for you two. And, uh, <laughs> Never. And, and, and second, second, but I do. I will always have time yes. for you. But uh, is there concern? Yeah. I mean, especially if you look at what happened with the Marlins, it was like, what, two or three guys they had tested positive, and the next day it was zero, and then before you know it, they got like 20. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of concern there, and especially because I, 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 like, I don't know how they think they're even possibly going to play a doubleheader tomorrow. And as it, I haven't heard yet. I don't think they've canceled it yet, but there was still some talk about them maybe trying to power through and having those two games tomorrow. I don't even see how that's possible if they haven't already canceled them. And it also doesn't seem like they're going to be able to play on Monday or Tuesday. I mean, this, it, it really does seem like a, like a situation where they're just going to have to wait a while because this is exactly what happened with Florida. The Phillies have had, what, zero positive tests, and they haven't played in several days, and they're not going to get to play again until Tuesday, I think. So, I mean, there's just so much going on here. This is the this is a very bad situation, and I think what what, what I, I don't know if it's better or worse that it wasn't a thing that they uh, contracted it by playing the Marlins. I almost think that would be really bad because that would mean that on the field those two teams playing against each other were spreading it back and forth. That would be a bad thing, but it's not a good thing either that the two teams had nothing to do with each other and. They still caught it, which means it's out there. It's it's in the country, and it's all over the place, and it's very difficult to get away from it. So it just seems like the prospect of finishing this season is going to be really tough. I hope they can do it. I really do. All of our livelihoods depend on sports happening. So I hope this is able to go on, but it just it does not look great. Chris, how would you assess the job that Commissioner Rob Manfred has done so far? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not great. I don't think, but again, I want to, I want to make this clear that all of these leagues are trying to do something very difficult. And I think the environment they're being asked to play in is a very tough environment to play in. I mean, you're with the exception of going to Canada and to a country where the virus isn't as rampant as it is here. Like, that's a little bit easier to do. Plus, they're doing it in a bubble. And from all of the reporting that happened leading up to baseball trying to implement a season, 
the idea of playing in a hub city or doing bubbles of some kind was a non-starter. Like that wasn't going to happen. And I think that had a lot to do with the, the players association. I don't think the players wanted to do that. That may have gone a long way to ensuring the season goes on, but I don't know. There, there's just something, um, it, it feels like all of the ideas they had, all of the, protocols because they told us while all of the negotiations were going on with the financial situation in baseball, they kept telling us that on a parallel track, we were also working on the safety protocols and they had a hundred plus page document with safety protocols. It just seems like they left a lot of things out. So I, I don't know. It, it just does not feel like this is uh, going in a good direction. And Hey, the buck stops with him. He's in charge. Mm-hmm. You know, he can, he may not have absolute power, but a lot of this is going to fall on him, and I think he's probably deserving of it. Chris Ranji from ESPN St. Louis, 101 ESPN, is with us on Dickerson and Hood. It's ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. There's also, Chris, the responsibility of the players, as we all know, to you know follow the, the protocols and follow the rules. And I've noticed that there have been a lot of teams and some big players that have been, I think, vocal about the importance of wearing your mask and social distancing and doing things the right way. I mean, Mike Trout comes to mind uh, with the Angels. You know, here in Chicago, Anthony Rizzo, I think, has been very outspoken about the need to, to really be safe and follow the protocols. What's been the messaging from the Cardinals? Do you, do you get the sense that that organization is taking things very seriously? I think the organization is. And what's funny is a couple of weeks ago, it might have been Adam Wainwright, I, I, in fact, I think it was, um, who had, had basically said that there were, you know, th- they were going to make sure the veteran players were going to make sure to stay on top of the young players on this because a lot of times you think it might be the younger player who feels like, I'm okay, you know, I'm young, I'll be okay, I don't have to worry about this stuff, who is the one who steps out, goes to a bar, ends up catching something and bringing it back to the rest of the team. So there was at least talk of that, that the veterans would probably, or or I guess hope, that they would stay on top of everybody else and make sure that everybody was falling in line and doing what they were supposed to do. Obviously, that didn't happen. We don't know exactly what the Cardinals did. I know there have been rumors that they went to a casino, but I'm not sure how much that's that's true. Um, We had heard that it was a couple of pitchers early on. I think they were the first two positive tests. Don't know which pitchers, don't know what they were doing or or where they went. But you're right about this being a player-driven thing. I said this weeks ago when we were talking about whether or not this whole thing was going to work. It's it's clear that trying to do this um, in this country right now is going to be difficult because the virus is everywhere. and We've done a terrible job of containing it. And I know that people get mad when you say that, but it's true. We have done a brutal job of containing the virus, and now we're asking players to go travel to cities, different cities, and then stay in their hotel room and don't go anywhere and stay away from people who might have it. Well, uh, yeah, it's a tough thing to do, but they kind of have to. So they're put in a really difficult position, but they also have to do their part. If they're told to stay in the hotel, if they're told to not go to bars, if they're told to not do anything, to not go anywhere, it sucks. But if they've agreed to do it, then do it. You know, if you're told, hey, if you're going to sign up for this for the next two plus months, here's what you have to do. Well, you got to do everything. And if you don't want to do it, then opt out and don't get paid. 
Like that—that's the choice. It's a crappy choice. Nobody wants this, but this is what you have to do. And I hope, well, I did hope that what happened with the Marlins was a wake-up call to everybody. It kind of sounds like maybe it wasn't, um, but but hopefully now that it's happened to Miami and it's happened to the Cardinals and something like, what is it, 20% of teams haven't been able to play this weekend, hopefully this is a wake-up call to everybody that the, the only way this works, the only way it has a chance of working is if everybody follows the rules. Chris, I was trying to find out how the Cardinals were playing, so I would tune in, and all I kept hearing was, top of the fourth is John. So I have no idea how the Cardinals are doing. So I'll ask you, how, how do you how do you look at St. Louis so far, yeah, only through a handful of games? Well, they can't hit, John, so that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> their bullpen is really good. They haven't had a chance to get the lead to the to the to the closer, whoever the closer is going to be. Um, but the, the the bullpen has performed really well. The starting pitching, aside from Jack Flaherty and um, Adam Wainwright, the first turn through the rotation, everybody else was eh at best. Uh, Carlos Martinez was not good in his first start. Dakota Hudson was not good in his first start. Uh, Ponce de Leon was okay. In his first, he struck out a bunch of guys. Like he struck out eight guys, but didn't get through four innings. You know, Miles Michaelis is on the shelf now for the entire year because of an injury. So they're starting rotation. I think. I mean, it'll probably be okay, but it's still kind of suspect. Bullpen's really good, and they can't hit worth the crap. They just they can't hit. They're not very good at it. They weren't good at it last year. They were uh, about National League average, and then they got to the postseason, and they had one of the worst postseason performances uh, of all time against the Nationals. It was really bad offensively. And it feels like that's just kind of carried over into this year with the exception of Paul Goldschmidt, who's pretty good, and Paul DeYoung has got off to a pretty good start. Everybody else in the lineup is just not contributing much. And to be honest, I don't really see them doing a whole lot better than what they – if they get to complete the season, uh, if they get to play anymore, I, I don't see a whole lot of improvement there. Chris, you're the best, man. Thank you so much. Great catching up with you, and stay safe, and all the best, okay? You better call me first again next time. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, we can't get the other guy to even return our call, so I think you're next up. It's a logical thing. So, Steer Reich won. It's ball three! <laughs> bottom, bottom of the third, here's John. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. We appreciate it, man. Love you guys. <laughs> Chris Ranji on the uh, Shell Pennzoil performance line. And Pennzoil synthetic motor oils are made from natural gas. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. The Cardinal left fielder is under it, makes the catch, one away. <laughs> what is the future of my partner's favorite sport? College football. That's straight ahead. It's Dickerson and Hood, TSPN Radio. Cardinals are...